Christmas and welcome back to the Southminster Daily Advent Devotional Podcast. We are so glad you have joined us on this journey and you have been with us um, each and every day. Maybe you've hopped halfway through. Maybe this is your first day. We welcome you and are so excited to spend Christmas with you today. And I'm joined by Pastor Steve Shum. It's Christmas. We are are full of grace and forgiveness and we are happy to be be here Merry Christmas to Nancy as well. Pastor Nancy is sitting down with us for our Christmas uh, podcast. And Merry Christmas to all of you uh, listening. So, uh, Nancy, uh, most everybody at South Mincer knows who you are, but there may be some folks uh, joining us today, either family who are uh, sitting around with members who are listening. Uh, do you want to say a little bit more about who you are and introduce yourself? Sure. Well, I have been here five years as of October. Yeah beginning of October. And that's really exciting for me. It's been quite a ride with the pandemic in the middle of all of that. Um, but it's also been wonderful. I'm, I'm so overjoyed to serve a congregation that has people who want to reach out in the community yeah. with love and compassion, who support each other. Um, I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Now and then you'll hear a little bit of the South come yeah. out in the way I talk. <laughs> Um, I, I try to hide it, but it creeps out all sorts of times. And um, I went to University of Virginia and Union Theological Seminary in Virginia. Um, I have served a church in Geneva, New York, in western New York, Finger Lakes region. I served there for 17 years. I served a church in New Jersey and now one in Ohio, yeah. very different places, yeah. um, but all very um, kind and loving congregations. So that's been a great journey. Um, my favorite things are to do anything in and around the ocean. And I'm an artist, so I love to especially to paint in oils. Um, those other things when I get a chance. Yep. Yep. And yep. That's something else that brings me joy. And we uh, we love that you're here. You mentioned five years at Southminster now, and uh, just about a couple months ago, we celebrated that anniversary. And I know folks, uh, it was a good opportunity for folks to express how how appreciative they are for your ministry here. Uh, and we're glad to have you here for another another Christmas. Uh, and I'm glad that you uh, were willing to write. You wrote this reflection, and were if not willing, at least able to be convinced to sit down and talk to us on our podcast today. So welcome here. Thanks for being here. Uh, Do you want to go ahead and read your reflection uh, and the scripture that uh, is associated with it? Uh, It's a great memory of Christmas. And I'm certainly willing, but um, I'm I'm the old one here and I've never done a podcast. So this is kind of a new adventure for me. Um, But I will share my reflection and it starts with a quote from the second chapter of Luke. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace. During the years that I ran the community lunch program on Christmas day, the food, the gifts, and cheerful volunteers provided a warm atmosphere for people who were hungry and often lonely. The best part was the singing. One year, when a woman from South America wasn't confident enough in her English to join in, an eight-year-old volunteer named Angela went over to her and held out her hand. Adopted from Peru and bilingual, 
Angela recognized an opportunity and began singing Silent Night in Spanish. Soon they were both singing as they looked at one another with such joy in their eyes. You could have heard a pin drop in that room. It was a holy moment. The gift of Christmas is the gift of love born into this world. Whenever we open our hearts to one another, the angels are singing. Yeah, I love that. I, uh, I love that memory. It's so, so poignant. Uh, so which, this was at which church that you were at? Give a little more context okay. of the community uh, and this, this lunch program that you were running. Okay. Um, this was in Geneva, New York. Um, Geneva is right at the end of Seneca Lake, the largest of the Finger Lakes. And there had been a community lunch program for people. Some had a place to live, but had to choose between rent and yeah. food. Others mm -hmm. were homeless. Others were struggling. And before I got to Geneva, it had dwindled down to two days a week because they didn't have enough volunteers. Mm -hmm. And being new and an associate pastor, I volunteered to be the head of the community lunch program um, and I was very involved in interfaith council. So I got everybody yeah. involved. We got a whole committee together and we began asking different churches, synagogues, um, the hospital, the college, different groups would take yeah. certain days. And within a year, we had it up to the full week. Mm. Um, and we really tried to make it a home atmosphere yeah. that it mm. wasn't something you just walk through and right. grab your food. Yeah. So we had mugs instead of, you yeah, know, we yeah. sang for people's birthdays. Um, but the really special thing when I, I would run it on Christmas day, we would often have a hundred people or more yeah. come we'd usually have 33 to 36 volunteers. Some of those were people that were lonely and needed to be a place where they right. were needed on Christmas. Some were parents helping their children to learn there was yeah. more than what's under the tree. Yeah. Some were people that just realized what a beautiful, special atmosphere it was. Um, we had, we would early talk to stores. So we would have a gift gloves or socks, a hat, sometimes all three, yeah. presents mm -hmm. for the children, cookies to take home. We would sing the carols. One of our best piano mm -hmm. players would come and sing. We'd sing all the silly ones for yeah. the kids. And it really what felt like family to everybody. And it was a thing. It didn't matter whether you were the person serving or the person being served. It mm -hmm. felt like a family. And yeah. to me, that's beautiful yeah. for Christmas. So there were the gifts. Uh, was there anything else special for Christmas that uh, at a special meal? Uh, anything? Well, all of the, all the stops we would have yeah. turkey and yeah, dressing yeah. and mm -hmm. just um, loads of different kinds mm. of desserts and ones to take home. Um, so it was it was one that it did take a lot of people to yeah. put it together. People would donate things um, for what we were making, and sometimes I would have to create things for people to do. We had so many volunteers, so. I would purposely not cut the tags off the gift or wrap right. them so that I could put children and teenagers and anybody else that wanted yeah. to do it, and they would get to pass them out to mm -hmm. the children. Yeah. And so we would make it kind of stretch as far as we could for everybody yeah. to be involved. Yeah, I love I love community meals. The church I served at in Marietta, Georgia, um, we kind of this a little bit similar kind of situation. It was through Must Ministries, which was pretty large in the north. Uh, what would that be? Northwest Atlanta 
area and we had Fridays, you know, it was kind of our church's day. Each church kind of had a specific day or, you know, community groups, things like that. But we had Friday and what we kept hearing or what my boss kind of kept hearing for us, he, um, he would find out that, you know, people would just kind of buy, you know, subs or something like that and just kind of slam them down on the table and people would come in because it was about a hundred to 150 people coming in each and every day of the week. But, um, for them and for us, it was, you know, it was about cooking that warm, you know, home cooked meal. And so we would take every Friday, you know, go in, you know, around 8am, 9am and cook the meal that, you know, would be ready for lunch at 12 and kind of the same thing. And so, you know, as you were talking, it reminded me of not really the Christmas day. We didn't, unless Christmas day hit on a Friday, um, you know, but we would do kind of our Christmas theme piece and we would bring the youth group in, we'd bring children's ministry in, you know, kind of do the same thing, but yeah, just so much ministry is done around, you know, the table. Yeah. It's so life giving, you know, to kind of be in those situations, be in those moments because, you know, everybody is equal at the table. You know, we see that within our own, you know, kind of communion table. We see that, you know, kind of within this. And so that's what I love, you know, of of your story here of, you know, most of these families either, you know, kind of put on off their traditions or build this within their tradition, which is just such a a huge kind of piece of of what, you know, can really enhance the message and and the spirit of Christmas, I think. And I love too the the idea of creating a, a table for those who may not have one mm-hmm. at Christmas. Uh, I think that is uh, so so special. Yeah, I loved your last line here. Whenever we open our hearts uh, to one another, the angels are singing, and you know, and and that's just all it takes. It takes you know a little bit of that vulnerability, a little bit you know, all of it is just showing up, right? You know, so many people get nervous on serving, and you know, kind of like a us versus them mentality. Whenever it's just like. All you got to do is just show up. The power of presence takes over and just let the spirit lead as the spirit may. I think, Josh, it's a good segue to Nancy, the response that you have included with your reflection. Do you want to read that and invite folks uh, into this this response? And then we can think a little bit about this in our conversation as well. I'll ask the question. I'd like the folks listening to this to answer for themselves. And first of all, I'll see if you guys might Mm -hmm. have an answer here. On this Christmas day, try to catch glimpses of God's presence. How might you give glory to God by offering Christ-like love and the gift of joy to others? Yeah, I think that's a great, it's a great challenge for this, uh, this Christmas day, this holiday season, and thinking uh, about the new year just around the corner as well. Uh, how might you give glory to God by offering Christ-like love? I think, again, for me, it's just, it's about presence, being present to God, being present to myself so that I can be present to others. I think mm-hmm. that's, uh, I, I, I know when I, when I get busy and distracted, uh, and then usually if I'm really busy, my, my uh, personal resources and my resilience is low, and then it's hard mm-hmm. to, to be, Christ-like, <laughs> that I'm usually actually impatient. Uh, and so I think paying attention to all that, yeah. Gift of joy, you know, I just, you know, for me, I always try to make people laugh. You know, that's that's kind of my my go-to. So I think it'll be, you know, calling, you know, family since they're all spread out and we're not around anybody, um, you know, and we're kind of staying put for the holiday. Um, 
you know, both of us kind of in churches, if people want to come, they can come to us because we're not, we're not going anywhere. Uh, you want to come see the two-year-old, you come see the two-year-old. Um, and so that's, you know, that's where I'm kind of going to think about is thinking about the, the angel trees, you know, kind of all around the community. Nancy, would you like to answer that question? Well, I think what my, what I wrote pretty much answered yeah. that question, but I will say that some joy I received today, my great nephew who lives in Switzerland, their tradition is to take him to see the reindeer because, of course, reindeer yeah. are living in the Alps there. Oh, that's fun. Um, and seeing them with some jingle bells and this tiny little boy getting excited, that, that brings joy. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, I think the children do bring us a lot of joy mm -hmm. on Christmas. And I want to wish all of you out there yeah. a very, very Merry Christmas. Yes, absolutely. Very Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, let's uh, gather our hearts and our minds for prayer. Um, our prayer today comes from Diedrich Bonhoeffer, and this was a prayer in which, um, when he was imprisoned in, um, in a concentration camp in Nazi Germany, and so kind of wanted to bring his thoughts and his words um, that I think are just so beautiful for this time. So let us pray. Holy, merciful God, our creator and our savior, our judge and our deliverer, you know us in everything we do. You forgive sins for the one who asks sincerely. You love good and reward it on this earth with a good conscience and in the world to come with the crown of righteousness. Before you think of all our loved ones and my fellow, my fellow prisoners and all those who do their hard service in this house, Lord, have mercy. Grant us freedom again and let us so live in the present that we can live responsibly, responsibly before humans. Lord, whatever else this day may bring, may your name be praised. Amen. 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 Thank you, Nancy. Yeah, Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.